Hey. It's a numbers game, baby. Hey, real talk, game. though. All right, now we got to address some uh, rest in pieces that we didn't get to address here uh, from the past couple weeks here. First is Sweet P. Pernell Whitaker. Okay, so, you know, I've been real busy, but I'm sure you're real busy, but you are the basically the producer of the show. You're supposed to come up with the topics, and, you know, I'll throw mine in and stuff like that. This card there. Yeah, I, I, I guess. You're, you're the one who actually puts it together. And, you know, I, I fill in some spots. And so I, I blame you for not being able to mention him on this show. But then it's I had fault. to think. No, but then I had to take credit. It's, this is somebody who I put on my Mount Rushmore. Yeah. And I think it was one of those mental tire things where yeah. I just wasn't thinking. I just didn't think it through. So, one, I'm going to apologize for not addressing the Sweet P. Pernell Whitaker um, tragedy that happened in Virginia a couple for, weeks and, ago. And for this one, too, this is one of these things. If somebody disrespected Squared Circle 101, you disrespected both of us. So if I did something, if he if he did something wrong under this banner, I will take full blame for it as well. Like, so, I'm sorry that he slept with your wife. <laughs> you can be mad at me. Nah, but this she probably is, was bad. But this is somebody who, um, actually, I was talking to my mom yesterday, and she was just like, because it crossed it, she was like, I can't believe he died, because that was one of the first fighters that I ever really mm-hmm. got to sit and watch. Couldn't tell yeah. you who he was fighting, but, yeah. like, because this was before he was, I knew he was how much I loved what watching. Floyd wanted to be in terms of fighting style, basically. Um, so this guy had a lot, probably better head movement. And was a little bit more action better, better, More showmanship. Yeah, had, that's for sure. This, this, Pernell Whitaker is Floyd Mayweather's flashiness inside of the ring yeah. with more action. Yeah. What, he's what Floyd Mayweather want, what you want Floyd mm-hmm. Mayweather to be. And um, rest in peace to the champ, though. Yep. We're, talk, we're not talking about another boxer. We're talking about literally an all-time. We're talking about legend. an all-time great. Hall of Famer legend. Legend. And he was hit by a car, right? Yeah, he was hit by he was hit by a car too. So um, that's rough. Was that any alcohol or drugs related between like the driver? I didn't, I didn't read. The, I didn't read the whole. Um, I didn't read the whole article. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just kind of one of those things. Just like the, yeah, the it's, it's, he's gone. It doesn't matter really. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? exactly though. Yep. So um, prayers out to the family. Yep. And I feel bad that this is so late though, especially coming from you know yeah. my home state. Um, but it's what it is, man. So, yeah. then we also lost another one the next weekend, right? Or same yeah. weekend, was yeah, it? Yeah, same, within the same Maximum week. Maximum Dadashev. Yeah, And there's Maximum also Dadashev, two yeah. other fighters. Uh, one guy died in sparring. Another one might still be in a coma. Uh, amateurs um, as well. Um, so, besides like... It's the hurt business. Thing, it's the hurt business. It's the hurt business. Like, this is my thing. Like, um, prayers to their families, everyone who's losing anybody. But at the same time, this is... When the officer shot in the line of duty, the soldier dies at war. There's occupational hazards, and you knew the job when you took it, right? Yeah. Now, I, I feel for the family. I feel for Buddy McGirt from the Maxim Dadashev one. Just because that was the trainer. You, you hear throughout the rounds of him wanting to stop the fight. Yeah. Right? And now, how do you not go on thinking, like, should I have stopped it sooner? Right? How do you not go on oh, and think well, that? Because it, you brought it up. It, it's... It, there's a fine line and there's no right answer. Yeah, because like, the fighter didn't want him to stop it. Exactly. And when you look at people like um, Gabe Rosado, yep. you look at people like, you know, Miguel Cotto. Yep. Like, there, there's so many times where they've taken, they, they've, yeah, they've taken so much so much punishment. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes it's just like, ah, that's what uh, Ruslan Provotnikov is. You don't know when, you don't know when to stop it. Yep. You do got to save them from themselves. But at the same time is... 
How many times of uh, one of the greatest fights of all time when we're talking about uh, Corrales Castillo? Yep. It's like there's times in there where you could throw in the towel or you don't Castillo, know. Castillo, I think, is still like fighting that. too. So <laughs> it, it's there, there's no right or wrong yep. answer for this too. You just gotta um, pray for the well-being of everybody. Yep. That's all you can do, man. It's that, a hurt business. Yeah. That's what it is. You know, it's a hurt business. So shout outs to them. Hopefully, uh, my prayers are. The, the only person I uh, the only person I really fault for not um, protecting their fighter is Rocky Balboa. He <laughs> should have thrown in the the towel yeah. to have Apollo Long Creed rescued. Because um, you see, uh, what is his, uh, what's the Russian guy's name? Drago. Ivan Drago. He threw in a towel for his son. You protected his son in yep. Creed too. See? Mm-hmm. See? So Rocky Balboa is the only person that I really fault for this. <laughs> not stopping the fight. Yeah, for not Throwing stopping the, the damn fight. Towel. Yeah, so... <laughs> The man who gave the man who gave you everything yeah. and helped you out and further your career, you killed him. You let him Rocky. die, Rocky. And then you're gonna train his son. <laughs> All yeah. right, let's it's get into this, though, man. That's enough of that. Let's get into this here. Let's. We got a lot of fights to cover, real quick. Not real quick, but we got a lot of fights to cover here and about in, our, in your power hour of pure entertainment, baby. Because this is sweet science. What's going on, baby? Let's get to it. Caleb Plant versus Mike Lee. Three rounds of Caleb Plant just putting his sweet hands all over this dude. <laughs> and not in a good way either. Not in a good way not at all. He way. ended it in three rounds in a so very, what did you say? very... So what did you say about the background between these two? So apparently there's some beef. I don't know who started it. Mike Lee, they got, they've been getting into it for days, for months up to days before the fight. Even even at the weigh-in. Mike Lee, I learned of this guy. He's a Subway champ to me. Just because I, I learned of him from his Subway promotions. No, it's the exact opposite world. You got your upper class... Boy from now, Chicago. Now, when you talk about the Subway promotions, now I saw him on a commercial for Subway holding the belt. I'm like, and then I was like, who now, is this guy? Was it him or was it Happy Gilmore Subway commercial that actually made you start eating Subway? Yeah, it was him. It was him. <laughs> it was Happy Gilmore. Yeah, no, no, I didn't get, I didn't go out for a sub that day. Oh, okay, right, I did not go out for a sub that day. That's for sure. Now, Kill Plants, the exact opposite. He's from, he's a, he's a trash, white trash kid from Nashville, Trashville, Tennessee. I will say. And so you know what he kind of reminds me of? Like, I love Caleb Plant. He's a house he, 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 Well, one, he kind of reminds me of uh, what Jake Gyllenhaal character in uh, Southpaw is. Okay. That, that's what I see when I see Caleb yeah, I see that. Plant. That, that's exactly Jake Gyllenhaal it. could play him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see that. Uh, but I don't know if I want Brokeback playing me if I no. was a boxer. <laughs> right? But I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't. Not the other half of it. Especially since he only has to celebrate it by himself. No, nah, but once again... But, yeah, but once wow. again... Uh, Sweet hands just showed why he is a house favorite. Uh, yeah, calm, collected the whole the whole time. Demeanor didn't lose. I've been cool. there. A champ, a a professional champion boxer. Now after the fight, Killer Plant, of course, he had nothing but respect to show for Mike Lee. You know, for coming down the way to respect. face him. It's <laughs> easier to show respect when you won. When you won, but well, I mean, they they, they were cordial too. Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying, like even a lot of times when there's trash talk up to the fight after the fight, it's cool. Right? Yeah. We figured it out. You got it. You got me on that one, right? So now, we're going to go right into this uh, the fight weekend here that we missed. Well, that, we're, that we haven't covered yet, and that's going to be the Pacquiao-Thurman fight weekend. But one of the co-main events on there was Jordanius uh, Ugas versus Brandon Figueroa. Uh, Omar Figueroa. Did you see that fight? No, I did not. Or, Ugas dominated this fight. He beat this boy to the punch. He beat him... To his head and body, he he bullied him and dominated this fight. And Brandon Figueroa about- is a guy who's who's a big welterweight, right? He's a big Mexican welterweight who has been able to kind of use his weight to lean on him. Got heavy hands, but Ugas 
took the power. He doubled up his output on Figueroa and just dominated. We talked about boy. Ugas as far as like you know being Ugas that, is that, a, that second, he is the other wild tier, card. He's that, that other wild tier card fighter because like we don't really have him beating the Earl Spence or I thought he beat uh, Sean Porter. Yeah, yeah. So if, so if Sean he gets Porter, a Sean, Sean Porter, Porter nod, he's Sean not Porter, a second tier fighter. Sean Porter thought Ugas beat Sean Porter. So but, so that's so, but so how is, is he a second even, tier but fighter? Even, but even then. We don't have I, we don't have we don't have Sean Porter. Uh, who do we have at the top of the welterweight division? Right now, Errol Spence. And oh, go, Terrence Crawford. And Terrence Crawford. Everybody else is second tier in okay, that division. I give you that. That that's what it is. So okay. it's just like okay, yeah, you're a good fighter, I got you. but we you are there with Keith Thurman. Yeah. You are there with Danny Garcia. You are there with Sean Porter. Manny you are Pacquiao. not there with Manny Pacquiao. I'll give you a chance against either one of those guys. I give you no chance or shots with Earl Spencer, Terrence Crawford. Okay. So that's what I mean by second tier. Gotcha. Now Ugas has just lined himself up as a number one contender now for one of the uh, one of the alphabet belts. I don't remember which one. Let's see if we can look that up real quick here. Let's see. Well, Give me some goss. So what do we got? Who's our current champions? Uh, we got Sean Porter, WBC, Manny Pacquiao, WBA, Earl Spence, IBF, Terrence Crawford, WBO. WBO. So yep. right now, Ugas is rated fifth for the WBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know if this is updated. Don't have him in WBA. Not ranked. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. I, I think I feel like he should be that number one contender to that. That's why he was at co-main event, but. So they only have him ranked on the they WBC. Got, yeah, they only got him in the it's top insulting. 15 in the WBC. Insulting. Yeah. Maybe this isn't updated, but that's insulting if not. He should be ranked top five in all of those. All, every single one of those, he should be ranked in top five. He's there. But great performance by him. Yeah. Um, if if I was Manny Pacquiao, I wouldn't want to fight Ugas. Because I think that would be too risky of a fight. I think it would be too risky a fight for someone like Danny Garcia to fight. Or even Keith Thurman to fight. High high risk, low reward. Exactly. Very high risk, risk, very, very low reward. But shout out to Ugas getting that win over Figueroa. He's one of those guys that we like as well. That's right. Now, did you get to see the Pacquiao versus Thurman fight? (sighs) I got to see snippets and highlights of it. But I was happy that I did pick him to win. You did pick him to win. Now, I had Pacquiao winning by one round. So, you, right before... I, I thought you had it a draw. No, I had I had Pacquiao winning by one round. Yeah, Pacquiao yeah. winning by one round. One round. And it was a split decision, correct? Yeah, it could have so, been a draw. So, since, without you, the, the, so since you since you got to see this fight, mm-hmm. now I've heard a whole bunch of different things. I've read a whole bunch of things. I've heard it, Keith Thurman got robbed. I heard. Yeah. I, I'm just looking at the compu box, the yeah. um, punch stats. He out punched him. Yeah, off the punch stats. But I thought the fight minus the knockdown, the fight would have been a draw. Yeah. The knockdown is to change it. Now, the biggest conspiracy on that one is, though, Pacquiao stepped on his foot when he popped him. Now, he popped him with a flash knockdown. Yeah. But he did step on his foot when he popped him. And the ref yeah. didn't catch it, so, so it was a knockdown. So, what check it was. this out, though, is what stance, what fighting style is uh, Keith Thurman? Right-handed. And what is Pacquiao? Southpaw. And what happens? Exactly that. They step on each <laughs> yep. other's feet. All the time. So And, and okay, and it, it's one thing. These are the these are the one time fans the, outraged. Yeah, these are yeah, and we under, we understand that it happens. Now, do you honestly see Packy? Okay, <laughs> all right. You, you know how you're about to say something and yeah. you have to hold yourself. Yeah. I was good. So take take this how take this how it is. Oh yeah. Do you see Pacquiao as a cheater? 
<laughs> so what? <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, do you see Pacquiao as a cheater just because like <laughs> I don't see him purposely stepping on each other's feet, hey, but at hey. the same time, you know. <laughs> hey. With all hey, the steroid hey, allegations. Hey, hey. All I, mean, I know you know, is his calves <laughs> so, look bigger than normal. They're, That's they're, what I'm going to say. He looked like hey. he'd dunk on somebody right now. And uh, you might have been, like been dying stri- I would like uh, to strip that uh, question from the record. So we're just going to have that ignored. <laughs> I don't know. All I, this, is, this is what I got to say. Mayweather's not here. No one's out there yelling with allegations on the PEDs, demanding blood tests. So that, that's that's not no longer in Pacquiao's worry. It's not happening. He gets to just go in and fight. So he, he gets to go back to his original training regimen. Okay. So since you if, if it involved that, then it involved that. I didn't I didn't want to bring it up, but since you did bring up the Mayweather thing, so now we're hearing. No. The, okay. Hold on. Hold on. You don't even know where I'm going with okay. this. You don't even know where I'm going with this. So I want to say that Pacquiao took those punches from Thurman, not very well. There was some times where I think Thurman see, hurt him. You see Thurman's face though. Afterwards? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There yeah. was times when I think Thurman should have jumped on him and probably would have got the win. But this is, you know, after his face is already looking yeah. bad. So I know I I understand the hesitation because you've been getting popped already. So the the thing about the Mayweather I wanted to bring up. Now I, I saw a couple things in some boxing forums that was very intriguing to me. And then uh, one of those things was with every victory that. Pacquiao and Canelo rack up. It just makes Mayweather look that much better. I saw because that's 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 something to think about. Now, also another thing is too is when Mayweather beat Pacquiao, everybody said, "Oh, Pacquiao was too old." Now, what do you say now? So Max Kellerman said, if they fought in a rematch, that Pacquiao would stop him. Right? Okay. I think everybody needs to remember that Mayweather doesn't drink; he doesn't smoke. Yeah. He still lives in the gym. Yeah. And now he's just trying to stay relevant. Yeah. That's it. But and he, he never stops training. Now, also. He never stops acting like he's getting ready for a fight. You're And you're talking about. I, he I, would prob- if, he, if Mayweather was to come back, he would probably need a tuna fight. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it's, you're talking about no damage. This is like a football player who hasn't played for a year or two. Yeah. Where he's taking no physical damage. But I think, but I think Mayweather should just ignore it, man. I think he should ignore it too. Yeah, there's no point. There's absolutely no point because I think if he takes a two to fight first, you know what I'm saying? That he'll he'll basically do the same thing. Yeah. I, I think he'll do the exact same thing. I don't think Pacquiao will do any better because you know what's gonna happen? Gotta get the blood test in, right? Yeah. We gotta get the blood test in again because that's gonna happen again. And then what? That's gonna start stalling the negotiations again. So I think it's. Uh... I think it was just funny and just like I like hearing and debating about those things because like all that kind of all those things are relevant. Now, one uh, excerpt that came out that Mayweather said when he was talking about I'm just going to paraphrase it a little bit because I don't honestly think that I had it written down anywhere, but it was Mayweather when he was talking about. Oh, no, I actually do have it. Um, So this verbatim. Okay. I find it real ironic how every time Pacquiao's name is brought up in the media, my name is always attached to it. Mm-hmm. This man's entire legacy and career has been built off of association with my name. Mm-hmm. And it's about time that you all stop using my brand for clout chasing and clickbait and mm-hmm. let the man's name hold weight of its own. Yep. For years, all you heard was Floyd is afraid of Manny Pacquiao. But what's funny is when we really when we fought, I won easily and everybody had to eat their words. All of those so-called boxing experts, critics, Critics and jealous American fan base either went mute or and ran for cover, or made every excuse in the world as to why I should give Manny Pacquiao a rematch. 
Mm-hmm. My take on all this BS is that y'all are just upset that a, I broke Rocky Marciano, Marciano's record and hate the fact that a black high school dropout outsmarted you by beating all the odds and retiring undefeated while maintaining all my faculties mm-hmm. simply by making smart choices and even smarter investments. Ultimately, I always win and have the last laugh. He didn't type that, but yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, somebody, somebody hey, spell write, check write, that write me something good and put it out and post it. Yeah, let me just read it to me first. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's that's 100% correct, and I agree with him. I agree with him 100%. Agree with oh, I, I, I agree with honestly him. didn't expect that from you. Like, just because, but I like Pacquiao, right? I like and, Pacquiao. And I'll too. say, and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll be the first to say that if they would have fought five years before they would, it would have been the same <laughs> outcome. Yeah. And nothing would have been different. He would have schooled all. that boy the exact same way. Pacquiao might have had a better chance to land one, like a small percent increase to yeah. possibly land it. Yeah. But other than that, he wouldn't have and he would have got mopped up just yeah. the same he would have got mopped up the same uh, that was always the funny thing that I brought up to him just like yeah but if Pacquiao was five years younger well Mayweather would have been five years younger too. Exactly. So, so they're like yeah. Uh, yeah. time doesn't just uh, stand Mayweather still Mayweather has been person. in the ring with the big show yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying so, so he's not scared of none of you cats right and I'm not even the biggest I'm not even the fan of him really so that's just but I understand where he ranks as one of the greatest of all time, yeah. that's for sure without question. So who Mayweather, or Pacquiao? Uh, Mayweather, Pacquiao too. His legacy's Pacquiao, out there. Pacquiao too. Pacquiao too. I, the one thing Both I do like, one thing I do like about what Mayweather said, I do like let his name stand on all because it does. We got an eight division champion right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. And that wasn't a disrespect yeah. at all, at no. all, at all. And they only bring it up because they want him to fight again, and they'll be doing that ten years from now. When these guys are in their 60s. Because I don't want to go out of my way to watch it. Yeah, exactly. In their 60s. It'd be, it'd be grudge match one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. So I'm talking about. They'll put De Niro and Rocky in both corners. God. <laughs> Too old as, if they're alive. All right. Now let's uh, keep moving forward here. We're going to get into a big fight card. We had uh, so part of that Showtime fight card. Uh, no. Uh, okay. Let's, uh, we'll talk about it even though it's not on the same fight card. The Return of Gamboa. I didn't get to see this. Okay. How did he look? Uh, he looked a lot better. Um, here, I should have actually looked it up. I didn't know. He knocked the name. dude out, right? Uh, yeah, he stopped him. Okay. Yeah, cool. he stopped him. It was it was a good fight. It's Gamboa was one of those guys that we always, you know, I want to say he's a disappoint. I don't I don't want to say he's a disappointment, but at the same time, he kind of is. At the yeah. Because so, he man, he he messed up his money bad. Because he he top rank had him. And they had him lined up for a big fight against Brandon Rios that didn't fall through. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, he messed up his own money, that's for sure. That's what he definitely did. Oh, let, me, let me pull it up real quick. All right, there we go. And if, in only two losses. Only two losses, too. Mm-hmm. We just, uh, you know, his last loss was the Robin Castellanos, and then mm-hmm. he lost to uh, Terrence Crawford. Yep. You know, uh, Got a majority decision against Jason Sosa, beat uh, Miguel Bantrab, but uh, that's when he got signed and dropped by Golden Boy. <laughs> yeah, so he just beat uh, Rocky Martinez, Roman yeah, Rocky Martinez. That's so. right, and that's that's a solid knockout right there, yeah. over Roman Martinez. Yeah, because so Roman Martinez, his only other knockout, I think, was like uh, to um, what's his name, Lomachenko. Yeah, so I mean, and it was funny as Gamboa's. I mean, Rocky Martinez, he's you know he's got some good fights under his belt. Former champion. I mean, yeah, exactly. So you got Orlando Salido, Mikey Garcia, Diego Magdaleno, uh, Miguel Beltran, Lomachenko. Hey, that's a resume. Uh, Ricky, Ricky Burns. That's a resume. Know, so it, yeah. 
So nice. he has so he has names on his belt. He's so faced the so, best. Yeah. So you know, 30, only four losses. 30, yeah, four losses. He's thirty six. Legit win. Thirty six years old, which is a little bit old uh, for boxing. This is one of those things where, in the, the, when you when you match them up at the right time in both their careers and age, you can still get a good fight out of it. Yeah, it doesn't make a statement in the division or the really the boxing world, but it does put people on notice that he's still here. You know what I'm saying? And that he can still fight at somewhat of a high level. He's in a, he's also still a good name to market against. For Gamboa. So congrats to him. Now, in front of us here, we have Dylan White versus Oscar Rivas. Have you paid attention to any of this at all? A little bit. Looks like Dylan White is actually digging on him. Yeah, he's, he's actually looking pretty good. Now, Dylan White got the win over Oscar Rivas on this one. Um, Oscar Rivas, I'm actually not disappointed with. He, he's solid. I think he looks decent good. Just maybe needs to sharpen up his skills. But he's going against someone who's definitely just seems to be better. The body, the body snatcher. The booty snatcher. Look at this uppercut. Boom! Nice. So Dylan White, Dylan White won this fight how? By decision. But now after the fight, the issue is going to be, this is another fighter who must have been caught dining at Canelo's Taco Restaurant. Because he seemed to have been busted for his second or first test or whatever for a banned substance of I don't know what. I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, but then an article came out later and it said it's going to be having further investigation on it too. So they don't actually. So no suspensions, you know, no no, suspensions no penalties, right now, no so. nothing, no stripping, no sus. So we'll see how this outcome goes out. So this is a big win for him because this is a guy trying to get a rematch with Anthony Joshua that now he doesn't really need because he don't got the belts. Um, <laughs> doesn't really want to fight no. Uh, doesn't want to fight Deontay Wilder, but. I've heard rumors of possibly going against Tyson Fury. That'll be that. That'll actually be really intriguing. Tyson Fury should mop him yeah, up. Yeah, I he was should, just about to say. Easy work for him. Ooh, yeah, especially after Revis just knocked him down. Yeah, uh, uh, Tyson Fury. He's he's weird in there. He's unorthodox, and you can't really plan for him. You can't really plan for somebody like Tyson Fury, and I don't think he's Dylan White's. Uh, not necessarily coordinated enough, but quick enough to really sit there and battle with the wits of uh, Tyson Fury. Yeah, I'm starting to think he lost this fight. Double check who won this fight. No, he won. Okay, good. Yep. It's just a knockdown in there. This is one where some people thought Oscar Rivas won. Ooh, good body shots. Yep. All right, go ahead. Ooh, good one. Yeah. Now. You over here getting caught up? I know. Now, uh, also on this fight card was uh, David Chisora versus Alter Spilka, who is probably one of our KTFOs. If you haven't seen it, we might be able to get that up on the app if, mm. if uh, Shooter can do it. But this was one where he knocked him out of the ring. This is a good win. Arthur Spilka is this guy who, who always gets in these fights and ends up almost winning these fights, and then he gets caught, just gets caught in dramatic fashion every time. He's beaten Wilder, then he got caught. So I would. this is the guy that I think should need to be put on notice with boxing. Because he's taken some devastating knockouts, and we've seen what happened in recent history with the damage that can happen. And I think he needs to take a step back and see where his career is. Uh, I mean, can you can you really say that and fault a man for fighting some of the best out there? All right, so you got KO by Devin Chisora, mm-hmm. uh, TKO by uh, Adam Kawanaki, mm-hmm. Kawanaki, mm-hmm. who's uh, fighting Deontay Wilder. No, he's fighting. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, um, Bri- uh, Bryant Jennings. I mean, mm-hmm. so those are you know those are his losses and who his losses too, which is yep. not bad. Which mm-hmm. is not bad at all too. So it's like I can't really fault him for not being able to beat the best. Yeah, yeah. 
Nah, but the doc sound that he's taken have been devastating. Devastating. Did you, did you not hear the names that I? Did, did, did you not hear the names that I? I mean, they're all hard punchers. Yeah. Yes. I still, I get it, I get it. But if, if one of those guys hit me once, I'll, I'll just take the knee and take the payday. And oh, go. you're just gonna you're gonna take a knee if they hit you once. You're yeah. Just gonna take a knee if, if they miss me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sounds a little bit more. Now you go. You gonna catch one of those. Uh, one of those hangover sleeps when Mike Tyson right? got uh, what's his face in the hotel room yeah. you're going straight to sleep alright now let's keep going here because we got a lot to talk about Tevin Farmer versus Gilliam Frenois did you see that fight um, I saw the very end of it uh, one of the things uh, we're going to talk about Javante mm. Davis mm. soon but after next actually but listen we're talking about it next but but what's funny about uh, they're connected yeah I know they're connected that's why I'm going to go here and then go there so after Javante Davis uh gets done with him they asked him about Tevin Farmer and he was like yeah yeah so and so he's probably still fighting right now and then I literally flipped the turner, the channel back and it's like round 10 Tevin Farmer is still fighting so oh, wow. I, so I was just like not Ouch. bad I was like I was like great prediction so okay Tevin Farmer go ahead so we know that these guys they are on a crash collision course right yeah do you see a world where Tevin Farmer wins this fight yeah. Do you think he will win this fight? No. Who you root for and who do you pick? I pick Javante Davis and I pick... Who you root for? Who are you going to cheer for? Bo- both. Both. I get, I get both, is gonna be, uh, both is going to be Javante Davis. Like, Tevin Farmer, even though he's nine times out of ten, he is skilled. Mm-hmm. He's the most skilled fighter. He does not have that killer instinct or killer mentality that you need to get in there and be able to beat somebody like Gervonta Davis. I don't, he might not have the power, too. At all. At all. And I think that might be his only downfall because it's, it's when you when you run into hard hitters like Gervonta Davis, the schooling for 12 rounds is a task. Yeah. That's like, and if he could do it, would skyrocket him probably up the pound for poundless. Automatically, if he could box twelve masterful rounds on Gervonta Davis, everything changes for Tevin Farmer. And what do you mean about skyrocketing the pound for pound, pound for pound? Oh, that puts him in the top ten. Hell no. Almost, man. How are you going to beat somebody who's not in the top ten and skyrocketing? Okay, I got you. I'll give you that one. It's going to get him up there close to it, bro. It's it. No, I think that's a. If Tevin Farmer was to beat Gervonta Davis, I would say that's that's going to be a significant win. Yeah. But I don't, I don't see Javante. Day. I mean, it's not pay per view worthy still. So uh, at, at all. all, do you think they're gonna fight? I think so. You think so? I think so. I don't. I don't think Mayweather wants to take that risk right now. With who? Javante Davis. I don't think it's a risk. Huh? I don't. I, I mean, it's a calculated risk, and he's it's a champion that he's fighting. Well, yeah, and and is and how Javante Davis looked against his next fight. That we're going to talk about here against Ricardo yeah, Nunes. Yeah, let's, let's, let's um, get on. But Tevin Farmer boxed beautifully to a twelve-round decision, beat the brakes off of Frenois. Guy had thirty-five wins, uh, but almost all his record was all built up in France, so it, it stayed in France too. So Javante uh, Davis versus Ricardo Nunes was a two-round fight. What was what was uh, Nunes's record? Uh, he was twenty-one and two. Twenty-one and two. Yeah. So not not. And what not what nineteen knockouts too? So, so it's he, just like he, he had hit. a really high knockout he can ratio. Hit. Now I. I he didn't hit 
he didn't land any shots really on Javante. So as soon as Javante landed his though, and Javante gave him a chance in that second round, like he he. When I was watching the fight, I was like, "Hey, yo, don't do that clown and stuff." And then as soon as he turned his on, turned it on, I was like, "Okay, that's okay. why you did it. You didn't feel nothing, no power from this yeah, guy." Exactly. And this and this fight is why I can see, especially with Tevin Farmer, that I think he just bulldogs. I think I don't think so. I don't think this fight will happen because I don't think Javante stays at this weight. I think he moves up. What to one thirty five? Mm-hmm. It's very, it's very possible. I think he's I too big. I, I, I don't think he's making weight easy. So I, I think he's gonna move up. He his needs next to fight. stop hanging out with Adrian Broner. Adrian Boner, say it right. Yeah, he needs to stop hanging out with Adrian Boner. He can make all, the, he can make all the weight he wants, man. Because the thing is, the kid is young. The kid is young still. So it's just like I know, I know puberty hits, and you know, <laughs> you know, the metabolism know. slows down a little bit, and you know. But he's 24 years old. Masturbating more. Yeah, he's 24 years old, man. He should be a gym rat right now. He's entering into the prime of his career, and this is where you need to stay focused. And especially at that lighter weight, you can dominate because you know you're going to get bigger. Yeah. But clean out, clean out the rest of the division if need be or if you can. Now, let's talk about... Let's get right into this here. Let's talk about the, the main event of that weekend was uh, the unification fight between Jose Ramirez Jr. and Maurice Hooker. Fight lasted six rounds. Yeah. What'd you think? I didn't get to watch it. It was a great fight. I heard it was a great fight. It was a so great back and forth house, battle, possible even fight until the house that I was at. We were watching the Javante Davis fight, uh, and then Chris Cyborg came on and changed it to UFC. So I got to watch. So I got to watch the Chris Cyborg fight, which lesbians wrestle in the worst porno ever. Oh God. <laughs> it, it, it was it, it was a crazy fight to watch, but uh, but no, I got to, I I didn't get to see the the Mighty Mo Hooker fight. So it was a great fight, man. Back and forth battle. Jose Ramirez just landed the better shots. Um, there were, it, it was a close fight, man. I I hope Maurice Hooker has a rematch clause in there. And this is one of these things where it always happens this way. You know, you fought you've battled so much on the road with your belt, right? Yeah. Giving going to everybody else's hometown, beating them out. And then you want to have a fight at home, and then this is what happens: it's your first fight at home. That that it's 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 a familiar recipe that we see time and time again. The last time I remember this happening was uh, um, Corey Spinks fight rematch with Zab Judah. He beat Zab Judah in, in Brooklyn. They fight in St. Louis. He came out with Nelly, and guess what happened? Got slept in like the seventh or eighth round. So it was. You remember how we always talk about, especially here, we talk about, I wonder what a fighter does after, you know, he loses or, you know, after he wins. Like, all that stuff plays his part. Now, when we, you know, we like Mighty Mo Hooker. Yes. I like, wouldn't say he's necessarily house favorite, but, yes. you know, just just a fan of his work. I, I'm, I'm a when, big fan. I'm, I like when, him a lot because I was cheering for him and I was devastated when he lost. Who did uh, Who did he fight before here? Fight uh, somebody he beat in their hometown also. Uh, Look it up, because then, but then before that, it was uh, Alex Sacedo when he fought him in Oklahoma that, and knocked him that, out. Was that Sacedo? That, that was Cicedo? that wasn't his last fight, but that was two fights ago. Okay, yeah. So when he won, so when he beat Alex Sacedo in Oklahoma, um, Cicedo, um and he knocked him out, we were like, "Hey, this is a different Mighty Mo Hooker. We haven't yeah. seen this guy like." And then that this is exactly why. Yeah, this is exactly why. So I think the real Mighty Mo Hooker. Because I wouldn't say, I mean, 
Like Jose uh, Ramirez is a great is a good fighter too. He's a really he's good undefe- fighter. Yeah. yeah, he's undefeated as well. This is but, 140 pounds, right? Yeah. Yeah. So now, yeah. Jose Ramirez Jr.'s next match is probably going to be the winner of the Super Series between Progress and Josh something. Uh, I still think Progress mops the whole division. If yeah. Need be. Oh yeah. But he's, just, I think he's a little eager to get to 147. He's a slow down. Yeah, man, you don't want let to get ki- up. Let, let him kill each other first, it's... and then come up. Exactly. Then no, come up. But uh, Mighty Mo Hooker, I, I didn't. This is what this is something I kind of saw with the Alex Cicino fight. I thought that necessarily he wouldn't have won or didn't have a chance to win, but like mm-hmm. I didn't think he'd be able to finish Cicino off and like knock he him did. Out like that, and yeah. then so this is kind of like I, I I can see this happening. Mm-hmm. I can see this happening. I hope. Him. I just hope he has a rematch clause in there because I want to see him get the rematch because I think he could beat Ramirez. Now, who's at one forty pounds? Who's give me all the all the top names in that division? All right. So Jose Ramirez, Regis Prograce, mm-hmm. um, Josh Josh Taylor. That's who he's fighting. Yep. Josh Taylor. Mm-hmm. All right. That's Prograce. That's who he's fighting next. Um, who else is there? Rest in peace, Maxim Dadashev. Uh-huh. Uh Chris Algieri. Um, Anthony Yigit, Ivan Barinchek. These are just some of the Karel uh, relics still. You know, Pablo Cesar Cano, Victor Postal. Okay, some names in there. There's some mm-hmm. names. There's some good names in there. So we'll see what happens next. Now let's get on to this pound for pound rankings. How are you doing on time? We got a lot of time. Good, 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 good. So now let's, this is our current Scratcher okay, 101, okay. our current pound for pound list right now. Okay. All right, go ahead. Canelo, number one. Okay. Crawford, number two. Okay. Usyk number three. Okay. Spence at four. Mm-hmm. Wilder. Mm-hmm. Triple G. Okay. Tyson Fury. Okay. Mikey Garcia. Okay. Lomachenko. Okay. Now Thurman. All right. So, so now before you did this, are we picking names off off the top because that's going to require me to think or do you have a list of people that we can... Well, first is Thurman. He's gone. He's gone. So that's easy one right there. So we have a number 10 spot open. Now, is that automatically put Pacquiao in the top? That's where 10? the discussion comes because now we have to think about 11, 12, 13, 14. Do we? Because for me, my number 10, even though Pacquiao wins, becomes Sean Porter. Not Pacquiao. I got Pacquiao maybe 11, but because Sean Porter beat Danny Garcia, he's lined up to fight Errol Spence. Okay. Right? And I think Sean Porter. Possibly beats Pacquiao. So I would have Sean Porter next, even though Pacquiao just beat Thurman, who was the number 10 guy. I have Sean Porter sliding in, not Pacquiao. Who beat, who beat Thurman, or who... Beat Danny Garcia. Yeah, who, yeah, who uh, okay, so you got Thur- you got Sean Porter up there, mm-hmm. but you have Porter up there instead of Pacquiao, but Thurman beat Danny Garcia and beat Porter. Mm-hmm. That's true. So it's kind of like it's a tough one. I see your point. I see your point. It's I, look. I I one of my favorite lines from The Wire. Deserve ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> I want to say Pacquiao deserves to be there, mm-hmm. but at the same time, is I I don't I don't I really don't know who. I mean, I've been lobbying for. Inouye to be in that top 10 that's, pound for That's pound. a good one, actually, too. So, and, and I would put him stri- there before you've been, Pacquiao. You, you've been striking me down on that. 
for a while because either way, doesn't he fight soon or didn't he just fight? I he think just he fights. Fight. He just he's, he has one more fight coming up against um, my man Nonito Donaire, who's not on the list um, for the WBO Super Series. I say. For me, Inoue has to get that win, win that WBO Super Series to get on the list. That's for me. Let me see. Hold on. Because he's coming from a tough market. So, yeah, Inoue fought uh, a couple of months ago. Um, but Inoue, Knocked out like Rico Ramos? Who did he fight? Uh, Emmanuel Rodriguez. Uh-huh. Uh, and Inoue is 18-0 with 16 knockouts. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see something. Yeah, and he's he's reigning on top of the uh, one eighteen division, and they're they're in the super series, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then so he has his yeah he has uh, the, the super no, series final against yeah, uh, Donaire, which he will win. So he needs to win that tournament for me. He needs get on the list. No, no, he will win. Once he does, he can get on the list. We'll talk about who gets moved in and moved out at that point. But I I think you have a stronger argument for Pacquiao. Over everybody else, just because Pacquiao did beat Thurman and Thurman did beat uh-huh. Porter and Garcia, so now, so you want to say you want Pacquiao on this list, number ten? You think so? I said I didn't want. I said he deserves to be on there. Yeah, no. But deserve ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> that has pretty much everything to do with it. But now I, I got it. So that would put. Well, we'll count backwards this time. So number ten would put Pacquiao. Nine is Lomachenko. So we have Lomachenko behind Mikey Garcia. Yeah. Okay. Then Mikey Garcia. Who did did Lomachenko lose to and who did Mikey Garcia lose to? Okay. I got it. Tyson Fury, Triple G, Wilder, Spence, Usyk, Crawford, and Canelo number one. I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm I'm fine with that. Now, Pacquiao wants Errol Spence next. What do you think about that? It's a... a win-win for a Pacquiao. Pacquiao's playing with house money for yeah. most of his career. Yeah. His legacy's set. It's yeah. set and stuff. So yeah. Win or it, lose, you're good. Win or lose, you're, you're good. good. And everybody he fights is going to be a I think if he fights Earl champion. Spence will be a great exciting fight that he'll probably lose. Nah, I think Earl Spence puts him into the ground. You think so? Yeah. I, I think it's one of those fairway... Too big, too fair, strong? I think it's one of those fairway where, well tours Watch that happen old. when... Um, Watch him get old when, in the ring. Yeah, when uh, when Jordan was on his last year and then Kobe torched him. Mm-hmm. And then when Kobe was on his last year and then Kevin Durant torched him. If I think Pacquiao it's, I think beat it's, Earl Spence, where would that rank... Where would that put him on the list? It Honestly, unfairly, I, sti- I would have it as a fluke. I yeah. still wouldn't believe it. Yeah. I, like, like, okay, you got this. But you're not doing that to Terrence Crawford. So it's just like, I would want to shoot him up. And, and it sounds completely biased and it doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. But there's no, I, I, don't, I don't know. It, it'd have to be how convincing. Yeah, it'd it have to be I how convincing. You. I get you. But like, I, I, I wouldn't know. Like, that's one of those things like, uh, it, it's one of those things. I think we kind of had this debate and talk about uh, Mikey Garcia when he fought Earl Spence. Yeah. And you were like, what if Mikey Garcia beats him? And I was like, well... That's not going to happen because I don't feel like having this talk, and I don't yeah, know yeah. how it's going to. I don't know yeah. how it's going to end. I get up. it. I get it. So okay. it's it's not, we're just going to say it's not going to happen. So this next thing I have written down, it just says not Triple G. That's what it looks like. It's not going to be for Canelo. No. He's going to be fighting, I guess, Sergey Derevchenko on the zone. Now 
Do you think now these guys are fighting on the same network? So you, we have to believe that this is an agreed. This has to be a mutually agreed, unspoken agreed thing. You think? What do you mean? For Canelo not to fight Triple G right now, I think Triple G might want another fight before he fights Canelo again. Are they trying to build this up to something bigger? Is Triple G gonna fight? Um, Demetrius Andrade next, which I think is probably going to happen at 160. At a catch weight, not 168. Um, I think Canelo's insulated by the game now. It's the. I you think, think he now still he just be, gets, I, he gets he gets the offer, doesn't look at it, just signs it and pushes whether it he away. Wants to do it or not, I believe yeah. he's earned that right. Yeah, I believe he's earned. He has a record to back him up. Yep, he's. And as long as he's fighting legit people, I mean, Sergey Derevchenko is the number one. Let's look uh, at Canelo's resume real quick here. You said we got some time, right? Yeah, we got yeah we got some time. Uh, okay. Sergey Derevchenko is ranked number one by the IBF, so it is okay. the next person he's supposed to fight. Uh, well, it was ordered by him for it yeah. to happen, so I think Canelo just wants to. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, hold on, let me get in here. All right, as we pull it up here, Canelo, I think he's uh, definitely the number one pound-for-pound pound fighter alive. Right now, Terry Crawford at a close second. <clears throat> and Usyk at a close three. All right, gotcha. Usyk got a fight coming up in December 21st against, or December 12th against Carlos Takem. Takem, smack him. Okay. Okay, now I got Canelo's <clears throat> record. What's up? All right. Let's go through his resume real quick here because he has definitely earned that right. And what do you think? Let's start at, let's go down to J.M. Cotto. This is the first fight I remember seeing, watch of, of Canelo, and this was on the pay-per-view undercard for Pacquiao. You see oh, that? Juan yep. Miguel Cotto? Yep. Let's Jose, go from there. Jose Miguel Cotto? Who's after that? Uh, no, you got a whole bunch of people that's, well, I'm not going to say they're trash, yeah. but like you got... Um, uh, Luciano with twenty six and one. Uh, Carlos uh, Baldemir forty five and twelve. That was he slept him. Yep. He landed face uh, first. Love more than do forty eight and eleven. That was a good Matthew win. Matthew Hatton forty one and four. Ryan Rose forty five and four. Mm-hmm. You know, jumping up next twenty three wins. Uh, Kermit Centrone uh, thirty three and four. Tired him. Yeah. Uh, then we got Shane Mosley, Jose Cedo, Lopez, Austin Trout, Floyd. Alfredo Agulo, Laura Kirkland, Cotto, Khan, Liam Smith, Chavez Jr., Triple G, Triple G, Rocky Fielding, and Daniel Jacobs. That's a resume right there. Yeah. That's a crazy resume. That's, and that's a like very what, good resume, that's too. That's kind of like what Pacquiao's resume looks like right now. Yeah. That's what Pacquiao's resume looks like, too. And it, that would, to me, if I wanted to do a documentary on boxing, I would call it resume. You know what I'm saying? And just go through guys' fight history like that. Okay. Actually, that, that, that would be a great idea. If, and you just interview the fighter. Okay, stop, 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 stop. We may do that. I know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're going to have to talk about this. Now, let's move on. So Canelo, he's, he's claiming the right that he's earned to choose whoever to fight whoever he wants. And uh, it looks like he's going to give Sergey Derenchenko a shot um, at the shot at the title. That's just what it is, right? Yes, so, sir. Now, this is a very intrigued one. The WBO has ordered Oscar Valdez versus Shakur Stevenson. I don't want that. I don't want that. Stevenson not ready? He's not ready. He's not ready, right? He's he don't want the promise? My, he's one of my favorite fighters. He's not ready. Nah, he I don't think so either. He doesn't need... He's never faced a man who had a broken jaw and still finished so, the fight and won. So, <laughs> I... 
I take I've been taking my son to to the gym. Okay. So we've been going to the gym for the past couple of weeks. RCF. RCF. And what I told him, what I tell him all the time, I was like, "You're athletic. You're pretty strong for your age, but you don't know how to fight for it yet." And you slapped him. <laughs> no, I did did slap him. But I told him I was like, "You don't know what it is to dig deep." And actually have to pull something yeah. from nothing. You don't know what it is to sit here and struggle and be tired and have to keep going and to be able to push and have that mental fortitude to go through. You yep. don't know what it is to sit there and struggle and really give it everything you've got and be pushed to your limits. And when you say, I can't do it, do it more and do it harder. You don't have that fight in you yet. You don't know that. And that's what I'm saying about Shakir Stevenson. Yeah. He's been too good too early mm-hmm. and had too much success. It's his gift and his curse because it's like as soon as he runs into Adrian Broner yeah as soon as you ran into you know Marcos Maidana and see so you until you find somebody who's not there for your stuff and he's like hey yo I've been to the depths in, of hell yeah you don't know what it is and you cannot take this from me yep it's a little bit different you don't know who you are as a person yep until you've actually been in the, you know they, they say that they say you don't know who you are as a person until you've been in a fight Shakira yep. Stevenson hasn't been in a fight yet no not yet, not yet. now if we just take a step back and look at this off of pure boxing talent, Shakur Stevens should easily win this fight. Okay. Talent versus talent, right? Okay. Now they have the experience in the fighter. That's what comes into play where he shouldn't win this fight with Oscar Valdez. So this is going to be a very mature moment for Shakur Stevenson. A maturing moment where we will watch him. We may may either watch a boy fall or a man be born. Ooh. I think that's what's going to happen right now. You think you think Shakir Stevens is going to beat Oscar Valdez? I think he's going to beat him. I think. We're I gonna, hope so. I, I think we're going to watch a man. Now, now I think Oscar we're going to see a man grow up. We're going to. I think we're going to see a man grow up, and we'll determine the rest of his career at this fight. I think so. That's what, that's my personal experience because the talent Shakur Stevens is a better fighter. His build is bigger and better, faster hands, everything. He should be able to school this to an easy win, possibly a knockout. I hope you're right, but I, don't I hope think I'm right. Too. I don't. I don't think you are. I'm hoping you're right from a fan perspective. Is how much I like Shakur Stevenson, and I'm really trying hard not to be biased. I yeah. really do like Oscar Valdez. Gotcha. But Oscar Valdez is somebody who's not going to quit. You know and what? I, and I don't think Shakur Stevenson is just going to overpower this man with his boxing skills. Now, you know what I like is when you see like All Star games in like basketball or something like that. When you see the guys, when you see the guys you haven't played against in another sport. Let's, you know, and you're crossing the hall. You know, always crossing the hall, seeing each other get the eye contact. I feel like yeah. that happens with Shakur Stevens and Mike Conley because Mike Conley got a fight coming up this weekend. Yeah. These are the guys that just walk by, probably lock eyes, yeah. non-gay, non-homosexually. Yeah. And, and they see each other, what's up? And they know it's like, okay, I see you. You see me. I see those guys fighting kind of like... Apollo Creed and Rocky did yeah. just like with nobody watching around because right now they can't fight each other because it's not worth it. Yeah, not it's at not, all. It's not, not worth it, it at all. Yeah, not worth it at all. Because Mike Conlon, he's not moving as fast as Shakur Stevens is up these rankings. Because no. Shakur Stevenson is kind of jumping. Yeah. He's jumping leaps and, competition. Leaps and bounds. Leaps you know what I'm saying? Bounds. He's yeah. taking, instead of taking this eight round fight, I'm going straight to 10 round. Yeah. And that's just kind of how he's doing it. So we'll see what happens next. I like this. Came in with just a champion shirt on. <laughs> So, now, Michael Conlon is going against Diego Alberto. Let's pull these records up here since we got only two fights to talk about left. Mike Conlon. This is the first time I think I've called him Mike and not Mick Conlon. 
which is kind of derogatory if you think about it. Michael Conlon Jr. got the Irish accent. <laughs> he looked beat up in his photo. Look yeah, at that. Yeah, he does. This so he's fighting a guy, uh, Diego Ruiz, uh, 21 and 2. 21 and 2. Yeah, wow. 10 Is that knockouts. A Is that a woman fighter? No, nah, he just got pretty hair. Ah, nice. Yeah, jealous of him. Whatever. That's just what it is. So. Michael Conlon should be able to get this win. Where's what? Uh, is there any? What's that on? What's the fine printer there? What's on the line? Was like uh, WBO uh, Intercontinental Feather Title and a WBA Intercontinental Feather Title. So it's a European title. So it's gonna be a European title on the line there. That's good because you know what that's gonna do. That's gonna you get that win and it puts you up on the rankings. It, it puts you up further on these rankings on the world rankings. For what was it? WBA and which other one? In the WBO. WBO. What's the weight division? One twenty six featherweight. Is he ranked now? WBA WBO. Let's see. Uh, not for WBA. Uh, ranked fifth WBO. Are you touching stuff that you don't have no, no business I just doing? Doing it. Yeah. All right. For the WBO. Shakur Stevenson right there, ranked number one, WBO. Josh Warrington. Now, Shakur Stevenson wants to fight Josh Warrington in the UK. That's the fight he wants. So we'll see what happens with that. But Mike, Michael Conlon Jr., I think you get this win. This, now we're going to see him in the same rankings. I would like to see, I would love to see um, Shakur Stevenson versus Josh Warrington. I would too. Like, Josh Warrington is not going to quit, but he doesn't have the power to push. That's the fight Shakur Stevenson should fight before Valdez, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen that way. At all. So we'll see what happens. And then if he beats Valdez like he thinks, Josh Warrington won't want want, want no part of him. You don't want no part of this, do he? You don't want no part of him at all. At all. Now, we got a guy making his, uh, his, basically a comeback, kind of. Chris Ariola Jr. versus Adam Kalnaki, the guy from Poland. Adam Kalnaki is the Polish version of Andrew Ruiz. If you did not know, he's a guy who has the same body and build, just doesn't speak Spanish and has no hair. That's it. Chris Ariola said that if he loses this fight, he's retiring. Yeah, and he should, and he should. But he changed a lot of things up. He's finally changed up his corners, looking good. Lost a lot of weight, but I think a little too little too late. You never know. We'll see. We'll see what happens here. Adam mm-hmm. Kalnaki is, uh, is no slouch. He can punch. He can punch hard, and he throws a lot of punches. So that's for sure. Who are you picking? I, I actually have an affinity for uh, Chris Ariola in my heart. I kind of like him. I do, too. I like him. I love him. But your heart would get you killed, sir. And I'm Adam Kalnacki is going to probably put the – going to retire my man, the nightmare, Chris Ariola. Little Vatos Locos too long, bro. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. That's all well, I can we'll say. Def- we'll definitely see that. I'm, I can't wait to see what's at the end of that. All right. Any, any fights out there that you want to see coming up? Uh, really I, I would like I would like to see anything honestly man you know you know I've been I've been so busy trying to get my life together yep. if I get to if I get to watch any kind of boxing well we got Carl Carl Frampton is coming up Virgil Ortiz coming up um who else we have here Brandon Fergaroa coming up Sergey Kovalev oh I have a reapplication here for a hood pass someone who's been denied before would like to reapply okay Sergey Kovalev I don't know if you heard he got kicked off a flight for throwing cash at the stewardess. And he immediately reapplied afterwards, seeing if that would get him a hood pass. No, man. You got to respect the ladies. Okay. okay. Yeah, you, you, you can't throw cash at him like that? You can't throw cash at him. Escorted off the plane for throwing cash at him, Sergey Kovalev. I, I don't know whether to, to cheer 
or what? I'm not sure on this one. Michael, it looks like Jeff Horn is going to be fighting before the end of this year. Also, so we got some fights coming up. Sean Porter, Earl Spence coming up in, in September. That's going to be a classic fight. I can't wait to pick that fight with you. As of now, do you see Sean Porter losing? Who is he fighting? Errol Spence, September 20th. Yeah, pay -per he's still losing that. Pay-per-view fight. Is it a pay-per-view? Yeah. 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 I, I can't wait to see what the rest of the undercard looks like. That's but what yeah, I want to see. Yeah, I want to see Danny Garcia on that undercard. Maybe versus Pacquiao would be a great one, but I doubt it. Maybe. Ugas or something like that. Somebody yeah. Danny there. Garcia Just versus Ugas. Make it, make it a Keith welterweight Thurman, affair. A Keith versus Adrian Boner. Who knows? That, that's probably going to happen, actually. If you want my prediction, make sure you hit us up on facebook.com forward slash square circle 101 and download that square circle app. It's available at Google Play and iOS. How are we winning? What you got? Work ethic eliminates fear. That's right. Work ethic eliminates fear. That's a good one. Make sure you hit us up, man. I'm out.